jamming on a one. Jam, jam, jamming jam, on a jam, one. Jam, it never gets old. Uh, <laughs> last night I was at a dinner with um, Isaac's parents' friends. I thought you were going to say Isaac's forget... parents. I was like, whoa. No, what? I am Isaac's parents. No, we were with a friend from his school's pa- – their whole family and our whole family. We were at Tolteca. And out of nowhere, the dad was like, you know what? I never got into acapella. And know he goes, your audience. And he goes, I don't know, just the beatboxing. And I was like, you mean like this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that was my part was to do like the beatboxing. Way often. to know your audience, Mr. Isaac's friend. Scott Daddy. was like, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Jam, I mean, jam was, I'm, not, I'm not insulted. I mean, people have a diff- totally different view of acapella than what it was like. Like I was like, you know, it's not really a bunch of uptight women in scarves and, and like flight you know, like stewardess outfits. We used to do sh- like a round of Jaeger before we would go on stage. Right. You're not so just standing in an empty pool and harmonizing. Like you're drinking and singing. And Mar- it- right. Yeah, it was fun. I dare you to go listen to make that statement after you go listen to what's that band? Pan, Pantanics or? Pentatonics. Oh. Pentatonics. Pan- yeah. Like a scale. Pentatonic. Yeah. Yeah. They are yeah, amazing. Crazy. Amazing. I know. They're amazing. So I would the say. The Sharps were amazing. We were pretty good, I thought. Sober. <laughs> I mean, what what's not good now is like, yeah, because then Scott very proudly says, yeah, every time they get together, like if they're at someone's wedding or bar mitzvah, they get up and sing. And I was like, that was humiliating what he just said. <laughs> like, because like, yeah, because it's true. Like, I was not happy to be at your son and daughter's bar mitzvah singing Shadows of the Night by Pat Benatar, like next to your DJ. Like, it makes me feel stupid. As you should. Why is I'd that like wrong? To, I'd like to refer you back to the family dance that I did next to the professional dancers at our Panay That was amazing, though. That so was rehearsed. So it makes you feel stupid. That no. was rehearsed. Yeah, I thought that was And good. awesome. That made me feel like, you know, it's starting to look like, I know it didn't look like this 25 years ago. It's starting to look now like a, like a grandmother's gathering of... <laughs> Nanas, all the nanas are together. <laughs> yeah, it's like starting to look like the old folks' home is caroling. <laughs> okay, look, we are aging. It just comes to a point where everyone's just like, what's the PTA doing up there? <laughs> the Harper Valley PTA? What's happening? Why is it? Why is Melissa have the PTA singing Pat Benatar at her bar mitzvah? <laughs> Who are these elderly your guys are five years from being in an event, and then the DJ comes up and says, hey, I got a request. Will all the Golden Girls get up here and sing yeah. Pat Benatar, please? We see each other. We see each other as 19, but I think everyone in that audience is like, who <laughs> who let in the, the cast of the – yeah, the cast of the Golden Girls? Uh, you know what? I have – Aging is a horrible, horrible thing because – It's right. funny. Yeah, I have I, – I feel I am 20 years old in my mind. I feel like I'm 20 years old. But my body is like you can't do that anymore. It's like for me – Wait, your body's a wonderland, right? My body's a <laughs> wonderland. Are we going to start music? Can we start the show? Is this Mine the is a wonderland, but it's like a, it's like a carnival ride. Less, more like a <laughs> – less like a wonderland and more like a frightening roller coaster. <laughs> Bumps and turns. Listen, if my body was a ride, it would be the teacups. It still mm. kind of moves around. It does some things, but it's not really exciting. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Brilliant Observations. You're going to enjoy this episode. I can already tell. You think With so? With me always. Oh, I think so. Okay. Melissa Brilliant yeah. is here. I'm John here. Buchanan is here. Yeah. Jessica Kufferman. That's me if you're new. <laughs> and if you're not, hello. Right. If you're new, welcome. We're so glad your friend stole your phone and subscribed for you as instructed mm-hmm. <laughs> by us in previous <laughs> weeks. Welcome. Yes. Thank you for joining us. What's unique now, about this And now week? smooth jazz. No. What's unique about this week is this is really our second time recording. Um, We are recording on Fridays now. We're switching it up a little. Mm -hmm. We are no longer going to drop our episodes on Thursdays to brighten up your pre-weekend or your pre-weekend. We're dropping them on Tuesdays. Is that true? Shit. To get you over the hump. You know why I said that? Because we just got one out yesterday. So I thought we were keeping – I thought you guys said you liked Thursdays. 
Well, it's too long because by the time we yeah, talk about our topics, it's yeah, that's true. We got to do it's it not relevant days. anymore. So I figured, I just feel you know, guilty. One of our topics for today was going to be the hate mail that we received from John's dumb comments on the last show. Controversial. Stuart told me not to use the word dumb anymore. He said, "I prefer." Yeah. Where did we get this hate mail? We didn't yet because well, that's we haven't just listened it. it came out yesterday. We haven't had time for oh. hate mail yet, which is my point. Oh, that, yeah, so right. so we didn't get it yet. But we are anticipating some feedback from Can't the wait. silly, silly things that were said in the previous episode. Okay, now what did Stuart say? He doesn't like the word dumb? Yeah, well, I learned from Annie and that's Tom. That's dumb. I agree. I learned from Annie and Tom that when somebody does something that's – it's not judgment. It's fact. When somebody does something that's dumb, that you can just say, dumb, and move on. It's not, you're dumb. That was dumb. Why did you do that? You're not following it up. You're just saying, dumb, and moving on. And I appreciate that, but mm-hmm. Stuart's not having that. You can't say dumb near him. <laughs> he thinks – he takes it like you ripped open his chest and stabbed his heart, and so I – I wonder if try- maybe he was a late reader. A late reader. <laughs> when he was young. Why would he be so sensitive about that? Who cares? I don't I don't know. He doesn't feel like being told or hearing the word dumb could be positive in any way. And I see it as I'm helping you weed out the behaviors you have that are not constructive. Yes, they're but that's not what you're saying. You're just dumb. saying dumbass. Yeah. You're no, also taking d- relationship advice from someone whose most humorous fight ended with the word, I don't have to put up with this jackassery. Is what she said to Tom. Do you remember that? She I introduced don't. me to the word jackassery, and I have used it ever since. I like that word, though. It's fantastic. I mean, they did it with their kids, with each other, but Stuart is not having it. So it, we're trying to switch it to silly or, you know, it's how not the silly, South- though. It's stupid. I like stupid better than dumb because it's more forceful. Stupid. Right, I'm trying stupid. to pull back. Stupid. Well, that's your prerogative, I guess. So well, what I used to say when the kids were little, so as not to throw out the word dumb or before Annie and Tom indoctrinated me into this world of dumb, I used to say, look, that was not brilliant. Let's stick to things that are exclusively brilliant. So after a while, I just switched to not brilliant. This one, not brilliant. So that's Brilliant, that's brilliant, of- brilliant, working on it. Uh, in progress, <laughs> not brilliant, but it's, there, it's not as much. I'm attacking you. I'm just saying, you and the dishwasher. When you put your dishes in here, this situation here, not brilliant. Who ate these five dishes that weren't even rinsed and whatever? Come clean this up because I'm not going to. That was like Emily's version of. That was Emily's version of. Oops, I made a mistake. Like she would only say that when like dish like when she was floating away in dish water like oops i made a mistake when it was way too late <laughs> like when it was like not just way too late but also a horrible horrible ramification like i mean she didn't really crash it i'm just trying to think like she didn't really crash the car but like if she fell on her ass oops i made a mistake it was always funny the way she did it because it was always in the wrong time anyway whatever good times my daughter had an accident she was sitting at a stop sign a guy come around a corner and with a trailer behind him and he clipped her car and then, of course, she freaks out because she's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And immediately they, she calls her mother, and her mother gives her no advice. The girl's crying and everything, and they never call me until afterwards. And when they call me, I'm like, well, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do – no, no, no. Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you call me? You have this phone – she gets the number of the policy, not – Anywhere the policy's from, she get she who it belongs got, to the phone number of the car, the vehicle. Right. The meanwhile, she has a phone in her hand that you, I say you take a picture of him, you take a picture of his part. license, yes, a picture you take of a picture him, of everything. You take a picture of the license plate, you take a picture of his driver's license, insurance card, his registration. You take all those pictures, and then you're you know you can get information, but you have everything you need. I don't understand why I am always the one that they talk to afterwards. And then when I say that, they go, oh, that makes so much sense. It just drives me insane. It's like I'm here. I'm a wealth of information. And then because I had to go pick my daughter up from work, she has the audacity to me say, listen, muster up all the sensitivity you have when you go to pick her up and not talk to her. I mean, what does she think I'm going to do? Scream at her on the way home? We had a great conversation about how to handle things. 
Men you get don't get to rent. tell me how to parent anymore. We don't share a house. We don't share. Yeah, you don't exactly. get to do that anymore. Well, I understand exactly. she's very sensitive. You know, I understand Megan is sensitive. I, she's my daughter, too. I understand. I'm not going to go yell at her for something like it. It wasn't even her fault. She was sitting there and a guy ran into her. I mean, it's not even her fault. And even if it was her fault, as long. Listen, this is what I get. Megan had an accident. Then no text. So then I'm sitting there. Oh, my God. Crickets after right. that? Yeah, so then I get, not Megan had an accident. Oh, my God, I would have had a panic attack. Right, so then I call, and I can't get a hold of her because they're they're texting back and forth. So then Megan texts me, and I go, call me. And then she calls me, and I said, and she's crying. I said, are you okay? And she says, yes. That's the first question. Right, and and after that, everything's fine. I'm like, okay, don't stop crying because there's nothing that happened. If you're okay, then this is not a problem. Then we're okay. Yeah, Yeah, we have insurance. You're, you're as long as you're fine, then there's no problems. Okay, so stop. But she's crying. shaken up about it. I get of that. Course. She's shaken I, up about yes, it. I know, but I'm just trying to say, take some breaths, deep breaths. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't think or function when you're panicking or sobbing. So Correct. you have to do that. So it's just funny that I'm always the one that they talk to last, who kind of has the information that you need. I wonder who my kids would call. Who? Sorry, would you, come me? on. I wonder who my kids will call. Their father or me when it comes to you, something if like I were that. Them, I would call Stu. Yeah, you know something. I just I'm going to retract my. Yeah, they're going to call Stu. You know he's why? Soft yeah, because he's trained for shit like that. He's trained no, for emergencies. Because he's calm in an emergency. Yeah, right. well, that's that's what I'm saying. He's trained for that. That's what he does. People come into him holding innards, outered, um, on the regular. Never tell me that again. Never ever <laughs> tell me that again. That was I terrible. I my thought of both of you. went into my knees just now when you said that. <laughs> as long that. as it's not oh. out. I thought of both of you yesterday. It was super cold yesterday and today. We're going to get snowy, rainy mix so kind of thing. Cold. And Stuart went in the backyard and he picked up dog shit, right? It's just like a field of poo, right? Yes, and you inf- and you informed us thusly. Thank you. So I take a picture of a bag. He fills these grocery bags. It's like 35, 37 pounds of just shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Jess and John would love this. <laughs> I sent a text with a picture of like a Wegmans bag full of shit. It was I so was immediately, gross. you know what I was? I was immediately sad. I was sad I that that, that man had God. to go in the backyard and pick up 35 pounds of poop. I was really th- don't be sad because you've not seen the size of that yard. It's not like a postage stamp. Uh, it's a listen. large amount of space where he had to walk. I'm just saying, like a like a small park, like a national park of their backyard. Oh where stop! To- oh stop! <laughs> okay, I don't care about any of that. The reason I was sad that it was that man had to pick up one piece of poop. That job what should he should have be to done- do instead. That job should be done by one of the children. And if the fact that there's 35 pounds of poop out there means that, that that hasn't been done in a long, long time. Yeah, there are three dogs, some some of which poop twice a day. But the fact of the matter is to get that tonnage, that sheer tonnage, it's been months, right? And yes. I, I know Whoa. he didn't get it all. He didn't get it all. <laughs> like, I know there's stuff still back there. And I know Those that. You're living on your own farm of filth. But you're not wrong. I mean, the kids should be doing that. That's absolutely something. And if Ethan needs money for something, he'd be like, I'm going to go pick up poop. You got 20 bucks for me? (laughs) Like, so he's, it's, it's on his radar. It's not something he's too good for. It's true, John. It's like, here he is picking up 37 pounds of jog shit. I mean, yeah. And your first thought is, isn't this man a fucking ER doctor? Exactly. (laughs) What is he doing? What is he doing? His time is not being well spent, I think. This is the horror of being a man. He's going to love this. <laughs> You're welcome, Stu. You can pay me later, buddy. He is a ER doctor. He is known in his field. He's respected. He comes home and he's cleaning up dog shit. And he's tall, fit, and handsome. All those oh things. God, he's All good eating things. this up. He's eating this up. He has no business picking up that kind of dog shit. He's not a farmhand in Oklahoma. <laughs> he's a goddamn ER doctor. And here's the Why? thing. The fact of the matter is that that man has been sitting there waiting for somebody to pick up shit for months now. Yeah, you guys are treating him like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. He finally says, I can't take this anymore. Alyssa's going to kill us. A doctor of prestige, am I have to go out and pick up 35 pounds of shit? This is an outrage. (laughs) I would have went in and shut off the- Would have gone. That too. Yes. Would have gone (laughs) in- 
and turned off the uh, Wi-Fi and Internet and said there is not any more TV, Internet, or anything until there's not one piece of poop in that backyard. I want you on your knees. I want you sniffing the grass, bitches. Get down on your hands and knees now. Okay, okay, okay. The two of you, calm the fuck down. Let's start there. Number one, you cannot have a man who has all of those qualities and I appreciate Stuart for who he is and what he is and all that stuff. But I I have to tell you, how the fuck else do we keep a man like that humble unless every few months he is picking up 40 pounds of shit? First of all, you do not have to keep – I can think of a few other ways. To keep him humble? I've yeah. never met Stu, and I'm telling you right now, I bet you don't have to keep that man humble. I, I, I just know from hearing the stories about him, you do not have to keep him humble. And the fact that you say that you do is another disservice to that man. <laughs> I, think you should just, I think you should just make him your love slave. That'll I keep think, him humble. I think he's definitely the title now there's of this a job I'm sure, I'm sure he's up for this. I think you should call it Stuart the love slave. <sighs> is he just going to be holding prefer a- that. Is he going to be holding a 40-pound bag of shit in the graphic? Yes, he will. <laughs> yes, he should. Yes, he should. Yeah. In his scrubs. Yeah. And crying. You know, Look, I just got to say this. You know that if somebody shits where he works, that man doesn't have to clean that up? But when he comes home, not does he have to clean up human crap. No, no, no. Something that he was part of his job. He has to go out and pick up poop in the yard from animals. And here's the worst part. His neighbors see him picking up the poop <laughs> in the backyard. And they're looking and they're so like— So you're saying— you're saying I should put a headlamp on him and make him do it at night? <laughs> Is that what you got out of this? The kid wants a car. Get out there and scoop. Hey, the I'm for equal rights. It should be Ethan and Mallory. Yeah, Both. I did that when I was younger. Mallory's too. not ready to drive yet, though. The per- he's she he's the one that stands to lose the most. Wait, where does driving and picking up poop have any kind of correlation? Because I'm it's, sure. it's 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 um bribery bait. He's going to want a car. She doesn't care about a car. Therefore, he's the one that's picking up the shit. When she's 16, then she can pick up the shit because he'll be in college. He'll be gone. It'll be her turn. Okay, wait. Let's wait. move on. No, no, no. I got one well, I got so- one final step. Hold on one second. Go ahead. Both of those children hold phones in their hand that they have cost more than my first car. Okay? And that plus the, the amount of money it costs to have phones, he should never have to pick up another piece of poop again. And that's what I would say. I would I would call a family meeting. Stu won't do this because he's not that You are guy. not wrong, John. I'm okay. wholeheartedly agreeing with you. I'm with you. I agree. You are correct, sir. And right. Stuart can pay you later for this whole <laughs> Stu propaganda 20 minutes that you just gave him, which leads me right into our forced family time, which Power came early. Is that solidarity? You gave that's me the right. fist? Give the fist um, solidarity. We had our forced family time early this week. It's usually over the weekend. We went to see Beautiful last night in Philadelphia, went to go see the Carol King story, which made me look over at my son, who is this six foot plus 15 year old who listens to gangster rap, listening to Carol King play all of my favorites, (laughs) to be honest. It was a show that was made for me and I felt so badly for him and I just, I, I felt terrible, but I have this forced family time, and I'm wondering, isn't it just the same thing as working on any other relationship you have in your life? You have yes. a spouse, and you have to do date night or therapy or family dinners, or, or even with your partner, you do pillow talk, you have that you're time right. together. You're right. It's just that most parents aren't as blaringly obvious as you're being. <laughs> most of them are smart enough to just <sighs> drive their kid to get a haircut or to go shopping. Like, I think that's why we used to go outlet shopping because it was like an hour away and my mom would just be quiet and we would listen to the Beatles and then, you know, eventually just all comes pouring out. But, you know, she's sly. You got to be sly. Instead, you're like, for family time, everybody love each other. And so, of course, they're going to run in the opposite direction or roll their eyes or not give you the time of day. You have to be sly. We did two long weekends and and we didn't claim that it was forced family time, but... Well, right, but you went on trips to exciting places, which is not a bad idea if you can afford. I mean, you know, that's that's that is sly, actually, because you're like, guess what? We're going to New Orleans. Like, if they complain about that, they're just dicks. Yes, and give me that phone again, and there's no Wi-Fi. But like for right. our friend, our friendships, our friend groups, we still you need to invest yes. time 
to make them, I, I don't want to say pay off, but to, to enrich those relationships. Yes. And like I said, I know they're leaving. So we went to see a play last night and Mallory liked it. I mean, it was a great story uh, and Ethan tolerated me. And for that, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I'm just grateful he tolerated. He's 15, man. What do you want from him? I, I'll take whatever yeah. he throws out. Just just being in the same room with them is kind of like I have video. One of my favorite videos of Emily is she was in my room probably complaining about something. It was like the, it was like the last it was like she was home and she was sober and I was in my oh no, I was probably pregnant because I was in bed and I was alone and I was in bed like almost the whole time I was pregnant because I was just so fucking tired. And Emily is sitting on the end of my bed texting and she probably forgot where she was or got distracted from whatever conversation we was having. And she just sat there for 10 minutes looking at stuff and texting and I filmed it and I'm just like, I love watching it because it's like, just, it's like being next to her again. Like you don't have to even say anything, like just sit next to me and text and I will be, and I will be happy. I would just be happy to just have her sit next to me like this. Like I don't even care. Half the stuff I wanted her to watch, she didn't see or maybe they can see out of the top of their head now maybe evolution has made it so that they can actually watch movies from their hairline so that they can keep their face and i know it would be amazing because they seem to pass quizzes when we ask like you didn't see this part what happened she could always tell me but i know she didn't see it so like and nate too so i'm just at this point like i'm just happy if they're near me doing what they want like i don't care if we have to you don't always have to interact and like love each other do you know what i'm saying yeah oh i'm not saying you're doing anything wrong don't i don't let me sit here and be like, here's how you do family time. Because I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like most parents don't go forced family time. Do, 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 do. Like they're just like. I'm just happy that we're in the same place at the same time. I totally agree. Even exactly. The, yeah. But it's not good when they're fuming about the fact that they have to be sitting there. That's not enjoyable. Or you're constantly defending that time. That's not enjoyable. But right. But you're in the car. We're going to the city. It's going to take an hour plus. We're sitting in this show where even when we were standing at Wawa waiting for our food, which was taking forever. Always does. I don't know why. Um, It must be the extra bacon Stuart put on his BLT. (laughs) That hypocrite. Anyway. (laughs) So, but we were even standing there, you know, people watching, coming in and out, because you can't really stand comfortably in the middle of a, a... a public space and be on your phone because somebody's paying in a line next to you who could be looking at your phone. It's people watching. It's, do you know that kid from school? Is he your age? This one who works here? I heard this while I was just robbed the other day. Kids came in and stole candy and ran out in their Who Toyota. are you? I just stand there with my face in my phone like a normal freaking person. Really? Are you really trying to make the most of that moment? No, but people are swarming around you, and I don't want anybody reading my texts or seeing not what a interested in you. Are you interested in their text? You know, look at that look on her face like she can't believe you just said that. I can't. Who me or <laughs> Melissa? Melissa's like, what do you mean they're not interested in me and what they're I'm not doing? Interested in you, paranoia, Polly? I don't stand on my phone. Ethan does, and I think when he's scrolling, and there are just they're like definitely hot- not interested in what he's looking at. I promise. It- I think if you walked past my son, you'd be super interested in what he was looking at. Is, Is it, it porn? Because otherwise, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's got like Kylie Jenner. Like he's got girls who love to show their bodies. Is it porn? I mean, it would have been when we were kids, but right now, I don't think it I is. I can find but- that on my own phone. I don't need to look at Ethan's phone for that. Unless he's playing war games, no one's interested. Screens tend to grab your eye when you go by them. They do, whether it's what you're typing into to get your extra bacon BLT or or some so, guy's phone while he's waiting. So when someone's in line in front of you at the grocery store and they're on their phone, you're telling me that rather than sit on your phone, you're looking over their shoulder to see what they're up to. Absolutely not. But if there's a kid standing right real close to me and he's scrolling through Instagram, which is just images and videos, I don't know. I, I if it's movement and it's on a screen, I will, I will maybe. You are a nosy, nosy lady. Hey, I have a quick question. So when you went over to order at Wawa and you touched that screen, did you parel your hands afterwards, or did you just <laughs> I eat your food? Coming. I didn't order. I made my kids order for me. Did they parel? Did you make them eat? Their no, I don't care what uh, they, ate, they ate. Everybody else's shit is what. If that's what you're asking, I Ew. let them eat everybody. That's what poo. he's asking. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I let them eat the poo. Let them eat shit. I always say, let them eat shit. That's it's good right. for their immune the system. Classic Oscar Wilde quote. Speaking eat of shit. eating shit, guys, Ooh, how good. how strictly yeah. 
Speaking of eating shit, how strictly do you adhere to expiration dates? I'm asking, did you find a quiz? Because there is a quiz about this, and I would love to find it and get your answers as to what's okay and what's not okay. Can I look for it real quick? Or did you look have, for it you real have quick? One? I don't okay. have a quiz. I have the fact that I have a pantry. Yes, and that I have purchased and used milk in my life, and. I have children who won't smell milk, but they'll only bring it to somebody else to smell, which I find wildly offensive. And my new answer to my children is, I am not going to wipe you, which is really just means this is shit you can handle on your own. I remember the days when you finished pooping and you'd call for me and I would come and wipe you. Guess what? Those days are over. You're wiping yourself. You're sniffing the milk on your own. You are putting your dishes in the dishwasher. You're doing your own laundry. You've got this. You're empowered to be a human. So I want to know some of the things, I mean, whether it comes to prescription drugs, whether it comes to over-the-counter drugs, if it comes to food, what, what, how closely do you adhere to expiration dates? It depends on if it is... Like if it's food, I always give it the smell test. But if it's like medication and I need it and it's past, you know, if it's a year past the expiration date, I'm taking it. Yeah, you should. I have uh, amoxicillin upstairs. And if I had a respiratory infection or something like that, I would start it before I got to the doctors. I would take it. You know, how much could it really go bad? I think amoxicillin is tricky because you have to know what you're fighting. So I think that one's a tricky one because right. you don't know what it is that you're uh, – I don't mm-hmm. know about that one. But um, I've had cold medicine that expired in the 90s and I've 90s. been like – I've been like – I found na- it. 98, uh, whatever. And I, t- I took that. I truly believe that for things like that, it's planned obsolescence. It's – it's only there to get you to throw it out in a year to buy more, and it's completely fine. Is it in a blister pack? That's how I judge everything. Is it blister packed? Well, that then it's is fine. not a good way to go. I just <laughs> threw out. I just threw out soy sauce from like 2014. Like I have my pantry too. Is like some stuff we had when we moved here. It's like expired in 2012, which is when we moved here. Which means we brought some kind of condiment with us to a new house yes. and unpacked it. That was already, ex- yes. And I've so done sad. that our last move here four or five years ago. We emptied a pantry and into another pantry and somebody helped me move. There was a girl we were letting live in our house for a while and she would call out the dates. And then it became a game. Like, what about this one? Is this still good? I'm like, what's the expiration date? 2014. We're good. Um, but she, she made me guess for some of them. And when we were in the aughts, like aught eight, it was an issue. But drugs from the nineties, yeah, I was I was still taking those. I moved those I mean, to pot, several you can houses. Smoke at any time. Let's just be honest. But like I um, was right, talking here's the about food one. prescription drugs. But okay, go ahead. oh right, um, okay. I found a quiz, and I and you know there, it's like a yes or no. So like if you would eat it, I'll click yes or no, and then I'll give you what everyone else said. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. The use-by date on these potato chips were was two weeks ago. Do we try one or a few? I'm eating them. Yes. Yes. Okay, All of them. Yes. yes. 79% of people said yes. Of course. I would have said no. The chocolate <gasps> bars. Two weeks? We, yeah. Uh, t- potato chips. Because you know what? It's not like an oven stuffer roaster where once that thing pops, it's done. They're it's not, not like that. But the expiration date on potato chips is like two years long. It's not two months. Like if it's expired, that's some fucked up so shit. there you go. It's two years long. And if you're saying two weeks after the date, it's what's nothing. the big? It's nothing. Oh, and it's potato uh, chips for I mean, that's sake. the point. All right. All right. This chocolate bar, it's a Snickers bar. Used by date was three weeks ago. Yes or no? I'm eating it. I'm eating it. 75% said yes. I would have said yes. I don't know why I draw the line there. This ketchup <laughs> used by date was last week. Are you I'm having it. old ketchup from last week? Yes. Sure. I, I would not eat that. But really? 65% said yes. No, I would not. No way. Okay. Ketchup, because ketchup can taste tangy. I don't like that. Do you well, then, refrigerate your ketchup you or not? It, oh. I do not. I do. We do. It is in the I do not. Of course you do. <gasps> you don't, doesn't it say refrigerate? No. Mm. Then why do I, I do it? I, I think know. I like cold ketchup because it cools down the fry. Right. Oh. I don't you know, know what? You it have does. To. It does sit there on the table at many a restaurant. Yeah. Yes, hmm. it does. Mm. You don't need to do it. I just hmm. do it. Okay. This red wine's use by date was three months ago. 
Are you drinking why? it anyway? Wine? Why does Was wine Was it open? Have... It doesn't say. Then why would wine have an expiration date? Is it in a box or well, a bottle? Well, because maybe it gets too fermenty and it's, I don't know. Is it in a box? Jessica, these some of mm-hmm. these are things you have to taste and not just read a date on. So if you taste the ketchup and it's funky, throw it away. If you right. drink Ew. that wine and it's funky, you toss it. Right. It's like when you get a skunky beer. The public says yes, 65%. We'll do what? Drink the, it? We'll drink it. We'll drink it. Alkies. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. This one's an easy one. The milk sell-by date is today. It smells fine. Still good? Yeah. Yep. I think milk doesn't expire for another couple of days after. Correct. But six, So 68% said yes. Yeah, and you keep, it depends on the temperature you keep it. You can tell. When you smell milk, you can tell when it's bad. Yes, you can. This milk sell-by date was yesterday. It smells fine. It looks fine. Are you drinking it? You just said that. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. 70% said yes. The best by date on this bottle of water was over two years ago. You're really thirsty. Are you drinking it? Fuck yes. yeah. Two years ago? Yes. Yeah. It's water. Yeah. I don't know if I could because microbes grow on water. Yeah. But then again, it isn't a bottle. It's sealed. Do it. I don't know. Okay. The use by date on this coffee and it's coffee grinds is what the picture is. was three weeks ago. Do you use it? Yes. Yeah. I think that's I think, fine. I think yeah, the answer of everything I'm going to say here is yes, because you haven't really. I'm getting to it. I'm All right. Into it. Uh, the sell by date on these eggs was three days ago. Are you eating them? I have a test for that. I put no them in. A, I put them in a thing of water eating. that's about an inch over top of them, and if they float up to the top, they're no good. If they just come up on the point, like they're just standing on their point, they're you have to eat them right away. And if they just lay down there, they're still good. Eggs make me nervous, but we eat so many eggs. Stuart buys that five dozen pallet at Costco, and sometimes mm-hmm. he'll buy two pallets. <laughs> like today, he made, I think, two or three dozen hard-boiled eggs, and our house smells like ass right now. What the hell for? Cause well, because he's low-carb. He's eating eggs like he's getting paid for it. Oh I just God. made egg salad out of two of them to for mm. brunch That's today. So many eggs. So that many is, eggs. So I don't think the they sit still in our house. Yeah, I don't think they sit still in our house. Right, but, have, but once again, if you notice the expiration date, they can sit still for a long period of time. So if they've expired, they've been around quite a while. Yeah, eggs, I don't, I don't know about They're eggs. They're like a I month or two. I think I'd have to toss eggs. Mm. All right. 56% of people said yes. 44% said no, they wouldn't eat it. We're getting closer to fitty fitty. The cheese's sell-by date was two weeks ago, but there's no mold in sight. It's a block of cheddar. You were really craving some cheese. Are you eating it? If there's oh, no mold, yes. I would eat it. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to preface this by saying this: If I pick the cheese up and it has a piece of mold on it, I cut the mold out. Still eat the cheese. Yeah, I don't think this quiz is for John. I don't think this quiz is for. He's like my nana. Who would on cut number the... eleven. Just give me some time. All okay. Right. This he'll, hot but sauce. But his point is, is he'll eat anything. So right. far, the hot sauce is used by date was last year. Are you using it? Absolutely. If it looks no, right, yes. If well, it I looks gotta smell right, it. yes. I'm going to smell it and then and see what happens. 50% of people said no. 50 said yes. The chicken's raw chicken sell-by date is today. It smells <clears> fine. <throat> Are you cooking it? Oh, sell-by today. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I would need it. Yeah. 78% said yes. This chicken sell-by date was yesterday. It also smells fine. Are you cooking it? Yes. I go by smell. Chicken is also something else that you can smell. And as soon as you get that little whiff of... I don't think raw chicken slimy. ever smells good. No, no. It doesn't smell good, but you can tell bad chicken has a different smell. You can smell. sell it by yesterday. I would eat it today. But you're getting you're pushing your luck here with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, 66% of people said yes. This chicken sell-by date was two days ago, and it also passes the smell test. See, I don't think I would eat it two days ago. I'd throw it the fuck out. Yeah, there's a reason legally they have to put those dates on there. So as the as the eggs and the chicken go, chicken egg, whoever came Chicken's first. Chicken's different. I have been food poisoned by chicken. It was the worst day of my life. Yeah, I've I've been same thing. Yeah, you have too. Um, now, well, how many days again? That was two days. Two days. Even though it smells fine, two days. Yeah, ago. I think I would eat it. This salmon sell by date is today. Still good. It's like a piece of salmon that you would put on a grill. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would eat it. Does it smell fishy? Doesn't say. Of course it smells fishy. It's fish. Of course it smells fishy. Eighty-two percent of people said yes. 
The use by date on these hot dogs was five days ago. I'm eating. They them. smell like hot dogs. Are you eating them? Sure. I love that it says use by date, not consume or eat or sell. No. It's use. It says the use by date. Well, they must have looked at a package. So the thing about hot dogs is you can tell by the slime. If it's they're slimy, they're no good. But if they're no, not I'm slimy, just it says it smells like can hot dogs. To, can we get back to talking about forty pounds of shit? Because no, that slime you. thing right. is too much for me. This fettuccine Alfredo was made with jarred Alfredo sauce, which had a use-by date from last week. It passed a week ago. It looks and smells fine. Eating it? Yes. <laughs> no. I would not. I would not eat it. Not Alfredo. Fuck no. that. No, it's too creamy. It. No. Uh, 53% said no. Hey, I wonder if Marnie would eat that. Okay, hey, what's the last Marnie, one? can you email us or text us and let us know if you would eat that? Alfredo. The Alfredo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because something's in a jar doesn't mean it lasts forever, people. That's my lesson for you, okay? Just because it's in a jar, an envelope, a cryo pack, it's still food that can, or a tin can, that doesn't make it unexpirable. It does expire. It can't still be good. It already tastes like a tin can on a fresh day. Preservatives can only preserve so much. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, anything out of a tin can is already going to taste like a tin can. Why push your luck? Just eat something nice instead. Blech. All right. That's all. That was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, expiration dates. So John is saying he ignores them completely. I would say that if it's a fresh food, I will throw it out after an expiration date. And I push my luck a little bit on the Yeah, like by that day. like you. And you also yogurt. I kind of ignore the yogurt ones. Right. Well, you're also that- naming things that are... Like cheese, wine, yogurt. They're already fermenting things. They're already yeah. things that are aging as part of what makes them edible or special. But like or- broccoli I would eat if it was past the use-by date or whatever. But like I don't think that I would do like anything dairy, butter. What about uh, what about um, Sudafed sinus? Yeah. yeah, I've taken old medicine. Not too old though. I have had – like from old, 2001. Like, oh, no, one. No, no, no. 17, 18 year old no. Sudafed sinus. No, no, no. All right. Well, Please I'll tell, tell you no. this. Actifed. Do you remember what Actifed? Do you remember yes. that stuff? Yeah. It was a 12 hour. It was amazing. They don't make it anymore at, in the US at least. They don't make it anymore here. And because people are just chopping it up and making meth like that. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Yeah. So they were, it, they, don't make, they don't even make it. I had Actifed and it works unbelievably. It dries you out, makes you totally functional, and it's 12 hours. It was magic. And when I found it in Barcelona, eight years, whatever, I've purchased it every time I found it, even though I haven't needed it. And I will save it until I need it. And it could be 20 years old and I will still use it because it's magical. I've eaten chicken thighs that were refrigerated and the sell-by date was a week and that's pushing it. And you lived? I'm here. You didn't get sick? Barely. Mm, no, I, I didn't get sick. Okay. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, are these things you're cooking that you could kill with the intense heat that you're using to to cook not the chicken. meat? Or I guess it's just meat, right? Yeah. No, not chicken. I mean, chicken, when it's bad, it's bad. You can't cook the badness out of it. Can't cook out the nasty. You can't. There's no, no going up from that. You yes. can't cook the badness you can't come out back of chicken. No. I think you can, though, right? I don't that's think why so. raw chicken is more dangerous. Well, that's true, too. But it doesn't right. mean you can take chicken from that's like a month old. Then you're just pushing, then you're just asking for death, I think. Hmm. That's a terrible way to commit suicide, but it is a way. Speaking of committing suicide, <laughs> could we? <laughs> thank, thank you for my segue. It seems that in my community and previous communities of mine, people are so drawn to being near tragedy or tragedy adjacent. What is people's obsession with being close to horrible things? What does that mean, close to? Like somebody I once met knew somebody who committed suicide and it's affected them profoundly because they are peripherally or or trauma adjacent or... Mm. I mean, I know my mother likes to be the bearer of all bad news. Have you heard? Have you heard yet? <laughs> Every Jewish you? mother does that. Have you heard? Did you hear about so-and-so? Meryl sometimes calls and goes, Scott, this person died. And he goes, who? <laughs> this person, this person from the synagogue. 
Who? I don't know. Oh, this person. Yeah. I just called to tell you they died. Well, thanks, Mom. Don't know who they are, but thank you for telling me. I'm so glad I for know. For sharing the joy. I mean, but yes. all Jewish mothers do that whole this person died thing. I don't know why. But but they're not – I don't think they're, the point is to be affected. But I kind of know what you're talking about. It's like – Did you have people crawl out of the woodwork? That's that, what I was just going to say. That you would never have expected. Like maybe in a distant – in a distant – I'll just send her a note and let her know I was thinking about her. But, but in a more profound way. Like it, it almost builds your relationship a little more because you, they just wanted to be close. I don't know. I can't even really – I'm not explaining it well. Let let me see if I can pinpoint it. So there have been a few people that were in my circle, my sphere of space for one reason or another, any podcast or business thing or could be even elementary school, who knows, that for whatever reason, when she passed away, um, now makes special effort to check in with me and see how I'm doing. Also... Um, has gone out of their way to tell me that the stories and the posts that I create have a huge effect and impact on them, that they've learned so much from me, that they, I mean, not the kind of people who are just like, because you posted this, like this person went and got help or this person now has like mental right. health, better, better. No, it's more like, I just want you to know that your posts have prof- have profoundly impacted me. And I, I know I can't feel what you're feeling, but I just needed to tell you that like, my heart breaks for you every day. That's different than my nephew is not crazy because of you. No, it doesn't help me. And how does that make you feel as the one who actually suffered this profound loss that somebody you haven't spoken to in potentially 30 years is saying, my heart breaks for you on a somewhat regular basis, like on a somewhat keep in tabs on... Day. Like once every two months. <laughs> Not every day, but every, every couple months. Day. I think um if I had feelings, it oh, might make Jessica. me feel No, I mean there's only so many things I can have feelings about when something like that happens. So it's like normally I just go think I mean I'm grateful that the person I'm more I'm more affected by the fact that they reached out to the connection at all regardless of what the person said. So I focus more on the fact that they just wanted to reach out and have a connection with me. So I try not to dwell on the fact that they're having a proximity high, if that's what you're saying. But, you know, like I never really focused on that part of it. But now that you're saying that, it's creepy. Yeah, it's like it makes the, <laughs> they use this to make it about themselves, how they're feeling and how they're doing. And, oh, I have something to obsess about. And, oh, I feel so bad and I'm... Oh, this is horrible. And With the yeah. safe and comfort of knowing it didn't happen directly to right. me, but still owning somebody else's. Jess just said it. It's that, what'd you say? What high? Proximity, a proximity high. high. What is that? Why? Why is that? I think because it could be a lot of reasons. Like nothing's going on in their lives. That's okay. number one. Number two is they've already had intense anxiety about this thing happening to them. And they're even they're either even more afraid now that it's going to happen to them or they're so grateful it has happened to you and not them Someone else, that yeah. they want to express not that they're grateful, but that they're sorry for you because it's something that they had intense, horrifying anxiety about. Like for me, that was heroin addiction like like that of all the things that could have happened to my family. That was the one thing I always told my kids, if you ever touch a needle, I don't know what I'm going to have to do with myself because it is by far the creepiest thing I could think of that you would do, which is probably why she went right for it, to be honest with you. I just set myself up. But I didn't know she was going to be like that. You know, everyone has the one thing that for whatever reason creeps them out or scares them the most. Like, So you're saying they get a high from... And I, I can see that. From it I, not I have, having happened to them. Or and, having nothing else going on or... Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of people that cry. Like there's a lot of people that ha- get like Scott sometimes can get like this. So here's so there's a a woman that he knew in Hebrew school that he's kept minimal contact with on Facebook, and like he's been off Facebook for like six months. And she messaged him, and she was like, "My husband died like three months ago," and he's had like all kinds of feelings about it in the past week or two. When meanwhile, 
he wasn't bothering to have connection with this person for the last six months to a year. So I don't know why it wasn't important then. But now all of a sudden he's having horrible feelings about it. He feels so terrible for her. What's she going to do? And I think it's his own like, I don't know what I would do. What would I do? It's like playing on his own fear. Is he contacting her on the regular now? Is Has that sparked I th- up a I think a little, a little, a little bit of like, are you okay? Can I help? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And I think it's more his own fear about his own, either his mortality or mine. I don't know. But he, he, I've seen him do that more than once, though. That's happened more than once, where somebody will have a heart attack and all of a sudden he will be fretting. But that's his, but you said it, that's his fear already. In his case, I think, I don't think he likes to be, I don't think it's proximity high. I think it's fear. Yeah. But other people like, and I mean, I kind of get this way too, like, like when a when a shooting happens in Florida or Texas or Ohio, we can shake our heads and be like, man, that's a shame. But when it's at like Christiana High School, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, that's right next to me. You just post like that was right next to me. Right. You know, it's scarier. It's scarier when it's it should or- be. It's in your orbit. It's in your. It shouldn't be scarier because it's right next to me. But it's for some reason school. it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Still like that Pittsburgh you. synagogue could have been yours or mine. That's and, not that far away. Right. And we just talked, we talked about that before. I was in synagogue when that happened, which is a rarity yeah, like in that's the first very place. Sc- it's horribly scary. But at the same time, it's like, you're also like, man, thank God that wasn't my synagogue. And also, I mean, it's just so many things. There was a kid that was posted yesterday that was missing in our area. And I like gulped and I found my kids and it's, it's terrifying. But everybody posted, we're praying, prayers, prayer, prayer hands, yeah, that pray, annoys pray, me prayer. Well. And I'm like, that, how Sending about you prayers. get out in your fucking car with a flashlight and you start looking where he told you he was last seen? Like, okay, good for you. And I, um, if that works for you, but that doesn't comfort me. I don't find comfort in that. So if anything, when something horrible strikes my house because lightning happens, please don't tell me you're praying for me. Just bake for me. How about that? Let me put out the request right now. If you love me, don't bring me chickens. Fake for me. You know what, though? As much as I hate the whole prayers, prayers, sending prayers, sending love and hugs, and I can see very clearly when other people... I like the sending love. I love that sending love. I can see very clearly when other people like ask for prayers or when they ask for strength. I mean, you don't post that on Facebook unless you want some good juju. That said... And this could probably be the most hippiest, dippiest thing I may have ever said in my life. But do it. That first month or two, I felt like because I didn't have this when my mother died because there was no Facebook. That first month or two, I don't know if it was from reading those things or if I could actually feel it. But there was some part of me that could feel juju coming at me from different sides. I know that sounds ridiculous. No, it's love, sending love and everybody reaching out. It was so strong. It was almost visible. And I didn't even – it's not like I could see like, oh, there's Catherine's love and there's Melissa's love. But it just was like, here you go. Let me help you get out of bed. Here, you can do this. Take Isaac to school. You know, I could feel it. I could just feel help from somewhere. Could have just been – could have been God. Could have been my own crazy brain. Could have been anything. But I didn't feel that the first time I felt lost and alone. And this time I didn't. I felt held up. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Well, I kind of think thoughts and prayers are like Christmas cards. Like they're like thoughts and prayers. And like, yeah, you throw in the trash. Really? What are thoughts and prayers? Except for my. You know what? This whole house is full of thoughts and prayers. What am I? I can't even move in here because of all these thoughts and prayers. (laughs) I mean, I know that's obviously ridiculous and I don't necessarily mean that. It's just I I think what it is, is like, you know, it's kind of like happy birthday, like the Facebook thing on your birthday. Like if you have a birthday and you didn't have Facebook, like, yeah, if you told somebody and they wish you happy birthday, it was kind of nice. It's not the same as 400 people. Yay. Happy day. Happy you. Like it makes you feel nice all day that people are remembering you and caring and taking a minute out of your day, especially if you're like me and you suck at that for other people, you know, because then it's like that whole. Facebook connection thing because there are people camp friends with whom I haven't spoken and I don't even want to tell you how many years but I know that they're in LA and their kids are doing a dance at a at a recite and they are the cutest things they look just like their parents and this is the age where I started knowing their parents when their kids are this little and I see them and their kids I love keeping track of these people and as somebody whose memory is going Facebook helps I mean, they might be stealing my information and, and marketing, target marketing me for whatever, market targeting, whatever. Um, I, I still get more from them than they're getting from me. I promise you. 
I, I fine. I bought a couple of the I t-shirts you advertise you I you advertised because I gave movie quotes and you said she likes movie quotes. Let's show her some movie t-shirts. Guess what? I did buy that, but I wanted it, and I got more from you than you got from me. Thank you for being my memory. Whenever uh, if something ever happens yeah. to Melissa, just send her a nice Jello mold. <gasps> Peas, carrots, and mashed potatoes inside, and please. Tuna and tuna, tuna, tuna. Um, and hot dogs. Uh, only if it's uh, only if they're laced with vodka. I'll take it without the tuna, but with vodka. That's gross. Jello shots. Um, Those are gross. yeah. That would be like a, a Jello mold of Jello shots, like a Jello mold. Amazing, like a, a bunt cake of Jello mold. <laughs> yeah, you just take you take a piece and you just sit there and get stoned with a little whipped cream. John, you taught me something last week or earlier this week about how a bunt cake is really just a regular fucking cake, just in a different shape. I was convinced that if there were different pans there was a different recipe but if it's just cake that's what you taught me i'm here for you thank you for that i'm a better person here's an adjacent question speaking of proximity yeah is this more or less like reading celebrity gossip like why do we care about why are we so invested in what chris you know what what, what's her name all the jenners and the kardashians are doing or why do we care or right, Gwyneth Paltrow's on her honeymoon with her new husband, and she brought her ex-husband with her and her that's kids. Amazing. Yeah. She's and- a smart lady. Let me tell you, is there a freakier woman in on this planet than Gwyneth Paltrow? Do you mean a more perfect woman than Gwyneth Paltrow? Perfect? She shoves a jade hoo thing up her hoo-ha. No, she's, she's a the- fucking genius. She doesn't shove it in her hoo-ha. She markets and sells it to other people to do it. Well, then that's just criminal. I heard that's useful, the Yoni. I don't know. She just seems like a filthy, dirty hippie. <laughs> I heard that's useful. <laughs> yes. Listen, you've never given birth. Don't knock it till you try it, John. She's just building up her, her vaginal floor. Yeah. Yeah. We all need a strong floor. Everybody Otherwise, go out and get a rock and shove it in your hoo-ha. Otherwise, you're know. just peeing all over everybody. I just... All right. Anyway, I just think it's along that line of like, we're, we like to be nosy and involved. Why would in you shit take that has your to do ex-husband on your honeymoon? What is because that about? She brought her kids too, and his kids. It was like they went to the Maldives. Maldives. How do you say Maldives, that? Maldives. Maldives. Some place. Some place I won't be going. I think um, it's French. Here, Franch. watch our kids while I go bang this dude. Is that what she, this is about? That's well, gross. Remember? Who she brings consciously uncoupled? Who brings kids on a honey? A honeymoon is supposed to be where two people go to that are married to learn about each other and have. Time with each other. All right. Yes. She can't but in do this day, any of this. They know she can't do about anything right. She, she didn't go on a honeymoon. She went on a group vacation, a family vacation, yeah. which served as their honeymoon. A blended family Listen, vacation. Her whole Don't, fucking life is a honeymoon. It's not a honeymoon. It's a blended family vacation. A her whole is life you, is a honeymoon. Yeah, I guess. If I said anything, it would just be out of jealousy and respect. So I have. And again, why is she so her. famous? What does she, what has she done? For me Anything lately. she wants. She's, but why is she so perfect. famous? Well, perfect. she has an entire empire that she's built. Besides the fact that she's flawless physically, and uh, honestly, she's disagreeing. A, honestly, she's a Jersey Six of uh, Hollywood Five. I mean, I'm not ripping her apart. I guess I am. You are, and she is not a Hollywood Five. She's a Hollywood Five. She's the most overrated woman that I. I mean, she's not. Honestly, she's not wouldn't even probably be the best looking woman in her high school. No, that would oh be Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Wait, so where does Maya Rudolph I love her. I can't say anything bad about her. She's so um, funny. John, who's a Hollywood ten if Gwyneth Paltrow is a Hollywood five? Holly Barry, uh Jen- Jay Le- Jennifer Lopez, Johansson, what's her first name? I can't think of her. Who? Uh, what's Who? the Johansson? Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Oh, he doesn't like Gwyneth because she's not sexual enough. He's naming all kinds of like spicy. The other ladies. ones are sexual. So he doesn't like the tall, thin. He doesn't like Christian waif. Like he doesn't like waspy waifs. Five heads. Yeah, he doesn't like waspy waifs. I think she's part Jewish. To tall, add. <laughs> thin, freckled, five heads. I think she's. I think she is. She Bruce is part Paltrow Jewish. Is I think. Jewish, I, think yeah. I think her father is Jewish. Yeah. I don't know. She just. 
don't know. To me, I think she is. I, I wish I was so ugly and so five ish. I wish I was. Yeah. Me You're too. you right now. You she are had Brad better Pitt when it was than... all kinds of good and Ben Affleck all both in their prime before they soured before they went. Yeah. Downhill. Anyway, listen, <laughs> you know what she was? She was a starter chick like Ben Affleck had her and then went and got J-Lo. Uh, Brad I think Pitt J-Lo had made her him dirty. And then went and got <laughs> Angelina Jolie. She was a starter. Yeah. You know what yeah. she was? She was a stepping stone to attractive women. That's what oh, she was. I strongly disagree. I'm Ugh. sorry, but I... I respectfully disagree. Taste is a is a very... That's yeah, true. What did Nana say? There's a lid for every pot. Yeah. I just feel like Gwyneth Paltrow could be the lid to many, 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 many pots. They would oh. fit her in. <laughs> exactly. They would just square peg in that round hole, I assure you. You know what she does, though? She shaves. You think you're sure about that? What? I'm, I'm pretty confident that Gwyneth Paltrow shaves. I'm um, telling you something. Shaves if anybody... What? Everything. Every, hair or waxes, um, as opposed to what Jessica's recommending for January. January. Oh, no. I didn't say I was going to recommend it. Um, so, yeah. What do you some think? college kid decided that January should be January and not shave for the whole month like men do Movember. So, wouldn't now, you think this would be more of a north, northern trend? Because if you're down south, it's still weather where you can go out in shorts and stuff like that. But what you're what they're saying is like where that's cold and no one's going to see your legs. Why not let it grow? Why don't we? Why do we care? Eric Clapton sang that song, "Let It Grow." She does yeah. shave. She was talking about you were not wrong. Women with hair. Oh, you Googled her, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. She's. I'm sorry. She's flawless. She's been posting no makeup pictures on Insta. She's. Flawless, but I'm God. also not going to go on her Goop website and buy her facial scrub for $125 for less than an ounce. Or I'm not spending money to become flawless like that. Um, we spend money to be other th- to hide things. John will tell you we spend money to uh, mask and hide what we're not happy with. That's flawless. This girl seems to think it's the right thing to do to grow out your armpit hair so that you can liberate your feelings about your own body hair that it's we should feel oh my god her legs are so hairy we should feel so hairy it looks like she's wearing hair pants she her legs are so hairy hair pants i didn't know that they were gonna be that hair pants i don't mind the armpits but that legs that the legs kind of shocked me a little like see the the second girl the second girl alexandra like her her leg hair actually looks Cute, Jessica, like those are not girl. people who let hair go for one month. That's a year's worth of growth. That's not one I don't one think month. I could get that much hair. I really don't think In if a month. I grew it all day. That would No, I do not have that much. Certainly not have that much hair. I have like four hairs on my entire leg. Because I mean, because I don't, I usually don't shave it like between November and March and no one notices. <laughs> no one can tell. No one notices. I'm telling you, first of all, I'm blonde. No, my underarms I do, but not my legs. And I'm saying, like, I, could, I couldn't even grow it if I wanted to. I have no hair. I have no hair on my arms either. Like, I'm You just, are a hairless cat. That is true. You are I'm a hairless cat. I'm like a hairless cat. cat. I don't have that much hair. And what I did have was white. So John, are you, you still looking at pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, I don't see where you say she's flawless. I, I really don't. I mean, it's just okay. there's. Uh, you're right. Beauty's in the eyes of the beholder, and I just Correct. she does not do one iota of anything for me. Um, I I don't. We have a friend who came to visit us last year who moved out to Portland, and she was growing her hair. I mean, I'm not gonna say she was growing it out, but she stopped giving a shit, so she stopped shaving. So her hair was growing, and she came and stayed here, and I held her down and shaved her because I could not stand. Yeah, like this. I, I'm not. First of all, in your armpit, you have secretions and odors, and you got you have to shave your armpit. You just really have to keep yourself clean, and you want to let your legs grow. You want to let your bush grow. Grow on, girl. Do what you got to do. That doesn't make sense. How come men can have armpit hair and women? Can't? I was just going to ask that same question. That makes no sense. They deal with it. I would like to think that a man is manscaping enough so that the hair that's flying out under there cannot be seen when his arms are down. Okay. And when it 
And when his arms go up, it's not braidable. Like you could manscape a little. You don't have to shave your armpits. Again, but- could you grow it down to the point where it would be braidable? I don't even think that's possible. I really don't. And- I'm not really a hairy dude as far as where it's like, I don't know. My hair is thin. I've never had to shave or manscape under my arms or anything like that or in any situation. I just, I don't know. I guess I'm not really that, that hairy. I don't know. But I know what you're talking about. Like some guys, you know, it looks like they're they're trying to put uh, Larry Fine in an arm lock, you know, in a headlock. Underneath their arm. It's, yeah, it's, it's a just, lot. It's, just, like yeah. if you can grab a hold of it with one hand and snip it with the, uh, come on. Like it's a. Uh... Madonna doesn't <laughs> shave under her arms. And that's sexy as fuck. What do you think of her, John? Sexy. Madonna. Gwyneth Paltrow's best friend. She's a pig. Yes. I'm, I'm really, I can't go by him anyway. But <laughs> she's, I don't think she's a sex symbol anymore. I think when she was a sex symbol, she was definitely shaving under her arms. Sophia Loren. Doesn't shave under her arms? Never did. Oh, is this the, is this the French baguette? Lily Tomlin. Uh, Lily Tomlin never did. Julia Roberts clearly doesn't. Miley Cyrus Julia Roberts does doesn't shave under her arms? Julia no. Roberts doesn't shave her armpits. At least she I didn't that one time she was on the red carpet. She really? had all kinds of hair under there. Yep. Oh, so you're finding single I mean, you got to figure like, you got to figure also um, European women like the chick from Sex and, uh, not Sex and the City, Jemima Kirk from uh, Girls has hairy armpits because she's, I mean, people in Europe just don't do that anyway, right? Right. Yeah. Those French. Uh, oh, natural. Right. Is it really that big of a deal? I mean, that you made Sarah shave. Like, is it that big of a deal? I think I shaved her. <laughs> you actually physically held her deal. down? That's actually assault, to be quite honest with you. I assaulted her. It is technically assault. It was. She was giggling the whole time, if that helps. Well, I'm sure it tickled. Um, <laughs> she probably liked it. She probably did. Anyway, yeah. I just think it's, I don't know, like, what's the big deal? It's like women... It's not like we're going to end up to look like I guarantee you this John right Bon now. Jovi someday. If women decided tomorrow that they were they were not no longer going to shave the hair under their arms, their bush or their legs, men would not care. Women do they this still, for yeah. women. We wouldn't care. We would get over it. I think I do it for myself um, more than I don't really do it for women. I do it for myself in that. I feel kind of gross with a layer of fur. I feel more like an animal. <laughs> and when I am showered and shaved and clean, you're immediately four points sexier and more likely to partake in activities. You just, you feel better about yourself. A guy knows if he reaches over and his wife's legs are shaved, put on the music. Get exactly. <laughs> Put on the Barry White. It's time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, how about this? Let's you had a you had your late exactly. You had your lady friend come visit you. Did she? This is very personal, but she knew she was traveling to see her man. You know, mm-hmm. she cleaned up everything there was to clean up. That's what you do when you travel to see your man. Then it was lovely. Or he's coming home from work, or you're yeah. interested. You definitely mm-hmm. want to make you the most appealing you, or the softest you you can be. I'll tell you but another lady thing. Lady hair is soft. Stubble yeah. is not. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes a little nubby is uh, sexy. That little oh. scratchy nubby stuff sexy. I'll tell you another thing about shaving your legs and everything. Women are more what, with bendable. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Flexible. Women are more. Yeah, they have like they can reach and stretch and they're more stretched out than guys because they do. They got to bend down and shave their legs. Guys don't bend down and shave their legs. You know, nobody does that. I mean, they're all stretched out because they got to shave their legs in the shower or wherever they shave them. I just realized I have to take everything you say about what's hot about a woman with a grain of salt because you (laughs) were the one who said, well, even if she doesn't shower for for a few days and she's kind of ripe, some guys find that sexy. Some (laughs) guys do. He didn't say he did. Not me. Some guys do. Some guys do like that. That musky, that post workout. Yeah, so I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't some know. guys do. I mean, I I've know. heard about it, but that's not me. I don't know. I don't like a musky woman. <laughs> I like my woman to smell well. Musky. Right, so speaking of that, now tell me if this is weird. Tell me if this is weird because I do kind of. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. So my friend left. She went back to Canada, and I won't see her for a while. So the next night, I slept with her pillow because she's it smelled like oh. her and now i i want to find like i know what a perfume is i want to go buy a perfume 
and spray the pillow so it smells like her. Is that I mean, that's adorable, adorable, but the fact that it won't smell just like her, because why it smells yeah. like her is her body and that perfume. So you might get a hint of it, but it's not going to be All right, so what you're looking for. Here's real so if she could, So if she could stay in her T-shirt and perfume for four days straight underneath her clothes and then mail you that T-shirt, that would be best. That's a great idea. Send her a big plastic <laughs> bag, Ziploc bag. Put the T-shirt in there and then, then put that bag. T-shirt over a pillow as a pillowcase and then use that. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Definitely do. You and 16-year-old me have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> really? Who did you have a T-shirt over your pillow? I had a, I had a sweatshirt. I, I used a sweatshirt for that, but with this guy's cologne on it, and he sent me a sweatshirt, and that was, yeah, it was, yeah, you and 16-year-old me. We would have gotten along great. <laughs> well, that's creepy. But uh, <laughs> since I'm 57... Right. Did we hit everything, Jess? I think we hit everything. I think we have, yeah, I think we have touched everything. So I guess it's time to Wrap slap it up. it up, flip it, rub it down. It. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Thank In you, guys. Food. I'll just let you keep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jess is very sensitive. Just people let me talking. know when the song's over and I'll just start it. No, I'm not yep. trying to be sensitive. I just, I don't want to cramp her. It never ends. Style. So you might as well jump in. I'm never ending. Don't worry, Jess. I know you don't listen to the show, but usually what happens is when you start talking and she does this, I take her voice out. <laughs> just like I'm going to take her voice out while she's talking over me. Situation is serious. Never trust a big button smile. That girl is poison. poison. All right. You were saying, John? I'm sorry. <laughs> Never trust a big button to smile. Listen, if you wanted to interact with us, Jessica, how would you do that? You can find us at BrilliantObservations.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ListenBrilliant. Send us an email brilliantobservations at gmail.com also speaking of that Jessica Hardest sent an email saying thank you for the hat the headband was too small so she gave it to her niece but she loves your her knitted, your knitted hat so if anyone else would like a hat let us know brilliantobservations at gmail.com Missy will send you a hat that she knitted with her own skinny fingers <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening if you liked the show feel free to share it with a friend any friend will do um, and thank you guys for being here. You guys were the bestest as usual. Bye. Bye. Bye.